0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 Podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on Power 987.co.za. Power breakfast with TTT. Power Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. TTT minutes after 6. It is here on the Power Breakfast. There, give us a shout. We're on 0861 987 000. Uh, on WhatsApp 083 303 7093. Alright, but let's start with this. Uh, so, recent the recent attacks on commercial vessels by Houthi militia in the Red Sea have put the vital shipping region in the spotlight. The Yemen-based rebels claim to be targeting Israeli linked vessels in protest at Israel's war against the uh, uh, hamas in gaza but some of their strikes have hit the uh, uh, vessels and ships that have got absolutely nothing to do with israel um or no any links to the israelis well just yesterday the houthi rebels confirmed that they carried out a ballistic missile attack on a US container ship the Gibraltar Eagle reported no significant damage and continued its journey the attack the attack follows last week's US led strikes against them some shipping companies have now opted to reroute their vessels away from the red sea to the cape of good hope in order to avoid increasing attacks does this present an opportunity for south africa well let's find out i have got uh, On the line, uh, the Head of Ports, uh, Transport and Logistics at Bowman's. uh, Andrew Pike, good morning. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining us.
1: Morning, Titi, and thank you for the invitation to join you. And thank you to your listeners.
0: So on the face of it, it looks like an opportunity in every crisis. I guess they say there is an opportunity. Is this one for South Africa now that ships uh, would have to come around uh, the, uh, the Cape?
1: TT in principle, it is an opportunity. The people who could benefit most are, for instance, the banker suppliers. So <clears throat> bankers are fuel for ships. And, and they, funnily enough, are quite inexpensive in South Africa by world standards. Mm. And so it is an opportunity for banker suppliers to make quite a lot of money out of supplying ships that come round the Cape. Mm. Mostly they will want to refuel here. Uh, Part of the problem right now is that SARS has effectively shut down the bunker supply business in Algoa Bay, which is sort of one of the more sheltered areas for ships to refuel. And that's another whole story which would would take a whole hour of your time. I was about to Um,
0: ask, oh, what's the reason for that?
1: Well, SARS have suddenly seen an opportunity to claim VAT on fuel which is brought into South Africa and supplied to ships. So there's, yeah. there's a whole story yeah. around that and massive litigation going on between the, the big banker suppliers and, and SARS. So um, that's part of the problem. But, you know, other people who could benefit, for instance, are ships' chandlers. So those are people who su- give supplies, food and what have you to ships. Uh, they could, they could certainly earn quite a lot of money, and generally the service providers for the shipping industry, uh, in terms of cargo opportunities, any sort of dry bulk ship uh, would have an opportunity to load cargo, discharge cargo, possibly uh, coming around the Cape, and you know they, it, they, they could reroute around the Cape and still make money. Um, There are some issues in rerouting around the Cape, which go to the contracts between ship owners and charterers, for instance, where if you unreasonably deviate from an agreed route Mm. in your contract, that's a breach of contract, and then there can be major disputes around that. There are also insurance issues. If you do go through the Red Sea, you are then going to what's called a war risk zone. Mm. That will push up your insurance premium significantly. And, uh, you know, weighed against that is you might want to still keep going through the Red Sea because it shortens your passage by anything from one to three weeks. Um, and where you've got time-sensitive cargoes, fruits, food, food, that type of thing, you don't want to extend the mm. the, the duration of your trip. And, so there are a lot of mm. pros and cons between going around the Cape and going through the Red Sea.
0: Yeah, it hugs back to, uh, what was it, a uh, history from geez, when I was in primary school that talk about the Dutch East India Company and the Cape being a refreshment post. I believe it was what, what it was called in those days. But also, surely all of this has a knock-on effect in terms of other consumers. If all of these additional uh, costs are going to be incurred um, to move goods by via an extended route, that that uh, cost is likely to be passed on to the consumer.
1: Yes, that's right. The the overall cost for a ship going through sewers versus coming around the cape is in fact a lot cheaper, hmm. believe it or not. Because oh. the Transit fee is so expensive. Ships, a fully laden container ship can pay up to $700,000 going through the sewers. And coming around the Cape, although the fuel is a lot, they will probably end up saving a net $200,000. So that's better for the consumer. The, the greater issue is the time sensitive issue where people have to get stuff to market on time.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So in terms of an opportunity eh, there is opportunity but not necessarily as great as it might appear
1: yeah not not as great as it might appear because the biggest opportunities in money spinners are cargo operations themselves mm. in south africa mm. and really what we're more likely to see is ships coming down refueling pick, topping up their supplies and carrying on so those are the the main opportunities for south africa um, But not, you know, the real money is in the cargo operations itself. And uh, although some of those ships may now decide to do cargo operations in South Africa rather than risk going through the sewers, in which case there would be an opportunity, um, I'm expecting that they will probably still have their original business, but will, uh, you know, just use this as a... a, station if
0: you like yeah okay thank you so yeah. much andrew pike as always for coming on i appreciate your time you're welcome he's the head of ports transport and logistics at bowman's it's just after 6 30 you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power 987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts